Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show to everyone in the United States and around the world. You know, I'm watching the Olympics and I'm thinking, I have these countries listening to my show. China, Australia, Japan. I think we now have 17 countries with listeners. And, you know, there are some with one, like Mongolia, one. I just want to say something. One makes a difference. That's how it starts with one. So wherever you are listening to the show, thank you so much. And keep spreading the news about quality of life for people with disabilities. As a woman living with epilepsy, I always say a seizure is a seizure, no matter where it is in the world. And with the U.S. State Department, Richard Roberts, Young Young Cho, Cheryl Harris, uh, Benjamin, respectively from you know Japan, South Korea, uh, Tunisia, and Benjamin in Kazakhstan. And now Cheryl Harris is back here in the United States at the State Department working with me there. She is so awesome. So I'm bringing that up because everyone knows I partner with the U.S. State Department and so honored that they'll ask me to travel around the world to talk about employing people with disabilities. But I just want to point out, without them, I wouldn't be able to do that. So remember, they're doing a good thing, a very good thing. Hey, special shout out to Yoshiko Dart, my friend. Love you, Yoshiko. And a special thanks to our lead sponsor for the past six years, Highmark. You know my saying, right? You've heard me say it. Highmark sets the Highmark for other companies to follow. And wouldn't you know that we are so honored to have with us today the president and CEO of Highmark Health, David Holmberg. David, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Joyce. It's an honor to be here. Well, I love starting the year off with you. And, you know, you are a great leader in America and really now impacting the world because uh, not only are they hearing you, but people know what you're doing uh, in the United States. And you are truly a champion for people with disabilities. As my listeners know, without employment, you are never, ever free in the country you live in, no matter where you are. Can't get a car, can't get a house, can't live the American dream unless you have employment. And we'll talk about that in more detail later. But for our listeners, let's talk a little bit about you, about your story, like where you grew up and, you know, what some some of your key leadership roles before you came to become the president and CEO of the prestigious Highmark Health. Well, Joyce, I appreciate uh, you having me on. You know, from uh, for me, uh, I grew up. I uh, was born in Louisville, Kentucky, and then uh, grew up in Columbus, Ohio, uh, here in the U.S. And you know, and uh, frankly, uh, I'm very much an unconventional leader of a healthcare company. I started my career in fine jewelry, 
So I used to sell a lot of engagement rings and watches and things like that to people. Uh, and one of the things I found was uh, during, while doing that was that um, if you can relate to people, if you can find common ground, uh, then you, know, you can um, help them fulfill their needs and find what they're looking for. Uh, and be successful at what you do. And so uh, so I, I uh, was very fortunate to be able to do that. And uh, along the way, you know, I uh, also led a optical company, so eyewear, uh, where it was an, inc- an incredible experience. I learned how important it is, you know, to have sight uh, and, and or to have access, um, you know, to... Uh, uh, different tools if you have low visibility, and um, you know ultimately ended up here at Highmark. I was very fortunate to get here and and um, excited about the kind of work that we're doing with you. Who ever would think? I'll bet you didn't think when you were selling those engagement rings that you would become the CEO of this multi-billion-dollar corporation. Well, there's no question of that, uh, Joyce. I mean, I, I think when I uh, was back selling uh, jewelry. Uh, you know, it was very unique because uh, those are moments. It's not something that you have to have. It's something that people want. And so, helping you know folks, uh, you know, buy engagement rings or get their wedding rings and, and get married was uh, was very exciting. Uh, but my uh, mission today, you know, is a little different, and it's even more impactful in my opinion. And so. Uh, having the opportunity to have a um, an insurance company and a, and a hospital system that uh, is responsible and accountable for taking care of people is uh, is very humbling, and it's given me great opportunities to uh, to be present when uh, some amazing things have happened, and so uh, so I'm honored to have the opportunity. I must tell all of our listeners that you know I've had well. Last week, we had a movie star on. We've had senators. We've had NFL stars. We've had uh, many disability rights leaders. Uh, but I want to tell you, you know, did you ever, like, hear someone speak? This has happened to me many times. A CEO at some event, they won an award, and you're thinking, are they really like that? Or is this the person, if I go up to them and say, hi, my name is, and I'd like to meet you, that really... It's sort of like that glaze. Okay, David Holmberg is not like that. He is truly so nice. I mean, he's so kind to everyone. And I mean everyone because I have employees, people with disabilities, and they'll tell me, I was at Highmark or I was somewhere, and uh, David Holmberg came over and asked me how I was doing. uh, And he didn't know this, but I was petrified, thinking it was David Holmberg, but that's why, how he is. He really is like that. Uh, and I, I think he probably uh, was like this from a young person to now because you don't just suddenly you know, become like that. And now here he is, largest health ins- one of the largest health insurers in the United States. Uh, and I would like you to share with our listeners more about Highmark. You know, I mean, they're going to be many people are surprised how large Highmark has become. But David, if you could tell our listeners about Highmark, the size, the geographic location, you have all these lines of business. Uh, I know that everyone would be interested in hearing that. So Joyce, I mean, uh, you know, Highmark is a twenty-four billion dollar um, you know, organization. 
that not only does um, um, health insurance, you know, has 14 hospitals and, and over 3,000 physicians and has a front seat in uh, how, you know, we're transforming health care, uh, not only here in the United States but across the world. And actually, Highmark uh, operates uh, on a global basis, you know, in a number of different ways through our different businesses. And so, you know, it's um, you know, got a lot of flexibility and, and a lot of resources to be able to tackle some big ideas. And I appreciate the kind words about me, but um, my theory is pretty straightforward. You know, you meet the same people on the way up as you do on the way down, so you treat everybody with respect. And, you know, when you're in a city like Pittsburgh here in Pennsylvania, um, you know, and you walk into a restaurant, you know, literally half the people in, the, in that restaurant, there's a 50-50 shot that they're one of our customers, either, you know, through our insurance or through our uh, health system and, and our physicians and clinicians. And so I just treat everybody with respect, and I, and I would hope that they would do the same with me. Um, but what I found is that's a successful strategy, which, you know, frankly leads me into why I, I truly believe in having an inc- inclusive workforce uh, because what that does is makes the organization better. Uh, the more diverse we are, the more um, you know, the more we know each other. Uh, the, the harder it is to be critical, uh, the the better the understanding becomes, and you know, and it makes the organization better uh, at serving its own customers. Yes, that is so true. And you you were talking. You have fourteen. We have fourteen hospitals. Three thousand doctors. And what about the different lines of business, like HMHS, you know, Highmark Inc.? What, what all does Highmark have as their different lines of business? Well, we're in, you know, we're in, um, you know, we're in the health business primarily. So we're, you know, in addition to, uh, you know, healthcare, we also have a dental company where, you know, we uh, take care of literally millions of people um, and helping them facilitate getting their, their care for their, you know, for their oral care. And, you know, we have a stop-loss reinsurance company that operates all throughout the United States. And then we also have uh, a technology platform, you know, one which is one of the largest in um, the U.S. healthcare uh, industry, where we're taking care of uh, or doing the uh, technology, the claims processing, um, you, know, the, um, you know, the approvals, et cetera, for literally, um, you know, well in excess of 11, 12 million people. And so, uh, so it's, it's pretty interesting. It's an exciting organization to be a part of, and it creates a lot of different opportunities for people with different skills. Uh, it's not just about, you know, who's out front. And, in fact, most of our people work behind the scenes, and they're able to, uh, to create value for our customers, for employers, uh, and for the, the members that we serve. Uh, in in a variety of different ways, and so our whole strategy is to have a lot of flexibility, to have a, have different tools that we can use, and then to understand what's important to each individual, and then uh, custom uh, design you know the, the the services that they want and need. And um, wow, I, that it is amazing to me how large Highmark is because I am one of the older people here that yes. I remember when it was a small building in downtown Pittsburgh called Blue Cross of Western Pennsylvania. From that to where we are now is is just unbelievable. And Highmark has done so many great things, but like all other companies throughout the world, has been involved with the worst pandemic we've ever faced, COVID. 
who then became the Delta variant and Omicron because, uh, you know, viruses mutate. That's what they do. I wanted to ask you, what has been the impact on Highmark and AHN? And also, how have your healthcare employees dealt with this crisis? Well, it's it's certainly been a challenging year for everybody across the globe, and you know, and we're very proud of our uh, our team members and and what they've accomplished and done. Um, you know, you had talked about our size. You know, just to give you perspective, if we were a public company, uh, we would be larger than Starbucks, um, uh, larger than a whole bunch of of organizations, and and that means we've got a lot of resources, but it also means sometimes it's challenging to uh, move quickly and and adapt. Um, on a, in a rapid way. But what the pandemic did was uh, became very clear that speed mattered and our ability to react. And uh, we're very proud of the fact that our team members stepped up. They um, were very decisive in their decision-making. And we were able to develop some of the latest treatments and techniques and therapies uh, and get them to market uh, so that we were hands-on with the patients and, and saving lives. And so the organization uh, has really been impacted by uh, all of the, the things that have happened. But most importantly, it gave us an opportunity to, you know, to live our words. You know, the, our mission uh, is very clear that you know, we're here to serve and serve the, the communities that, that trust us. And you know, we believe that we were the last line of defense uh, in the regions that we're in. Uh, toward protecting people from you know, this virus and this pandemic. And so that meant pivoting the entire organization uh, and putting them in a laser focused on uh, first with uh, uh, the critical care that was necessary through our hospitals and our clinicians, and then second by, um, by getting dollars and resources to shore up uh, not only health clinics and other healthcare providers, uh, um, EMS teams, emergency you know, crews, helping keep them afloat uh, in a financial crisis at the same time that we were dealing with the pandemic. And so, uh, I think it's made us a better organization. You know, we've learned to be more nimble. You know, we've learned that when you're in a crisis like this, you can't um, panic. You know, you've got to partner with others. And so, in our case. You know, we led, um, you know, uh, the efforts to get as many people po- uh, vaccinated as possible, in, in, uh, particularly in western Pennsylvania. In fact, we vaccin- or we've delivered over 420,000 shots, and we did that by working with uh, people like Dick's Sporting Goods, uh, Erie Insurance, uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates baseball team, people who could help us uh, make that happen and who are willing to volunteer. And so, so we put together an all-volunteer army. And, you know, and our team stepped up, uh, but it's come at a heavy price. I mean, our, our folks are two years into this, and, uh, and many of them are exhausted. They've seen a lot of, of uh, really difficult things, and, you know, and we continue to, um, you know, to, to work with them, not only to protect their, uh, their physical health, but also their mental health. And so, uh, so we're cautiously optimistic that the Omicron um, you know, uh, strain is starting to run its course here in the United States, uh, but we know that there's more work to be done here, and um, you know that we've got a lot of issues on a worldwide basis that we still have to be a part of. Yes, it is. Um, it is truly something none of us anticipated. But I know Highmark has done a lot for the uh, marginalized and those left out, and reached out to uh, the communities 
uh, of all minority groups to make sure they were included, uh, which includes people with disabilities. And David, I'm so thankful that you uh, have stood by that because if not, you know, people would have been left out. So thank you. Uh, well, Joyce, seven, that, seven, yeah, I was going to say 17% of the, of the vaccinations that we've done have gone to, um, you know, people in, in um, you know, underserved communities, people, you know, minority patients, people with disabilities. And we're very proud of the fact that when, um, you know, when we launched the mass vaccination events, not only did they run sm- smoothly, but they were designed uh, to have a rapid flow for those with disabilities because we understood, you know, uh, there were people with autism who were very uncomfortable in, in the crowds. There were people who had physical disabilities that had a hard time, you know, walking. Uh, and, you know, we created special uh, r- ramps and runways uh, to be able to make sure that they were taken care of on an equal basis uh, along with everybody else. Yes, and that's what I love about Highmark, right there. And with that, we have a caller on the line. Mark Boxer, are you there? I'm here, Joyce. Hello, Joyce. Hello, David. Hi, Mark. Hello, Mark. Uh, and before Mark gets started, I Mark is a wonderful person. He is Presently, EVP and Chief Operating Officer of the University of Hartford. But before that, he was the group president of a large division of Cigna uh, and worked for, here's how long I've known him. I've known him since he worked at WellPoint before they went back to being called Anthem. And before he comments to you, David, see all those places he's been no matter where he went. He would call me and say, Joyce, I want to hire people with disabilities, which makes him just a true champion. So, uh, Mark, well, thank, thank you for calling. Well, did you, what did you want to say? Yeah, so, again, thank you very much, Joyce. You're very kind. You are my hero. You are making a difference in so many people's lives every single day. The show, you know, is amazing. It spotlights the important work taking place in advancing the employment of those with disabilities, and it shows us what can be done, you know, one job at a time, one person at a time. So it is my absolute pleasure to call in today. I knew when I saw your guest today that I just had to dial in. And to that point, you know, I personally wanted to take a moment and thank David for everything he does and for the tremendous leadership that he represents and what Highmark as a firm is doing every single day every single day making a difference in people's lives. So congratulations, David, on this very well-deserved recognition you're receiving on behalf of all the important work that you do. As as Joyce noted, I've spent my entire career in healthcare, and it's clear David is recognized as unique in his ability to build bridges with clinicians and with delivery systems to drive change into the system and champion people's lives for the better, whether that be with organizations like AHIP or the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association, or with Highmark itself, or most importantly with Bender Consulting. David, I have followed your career, and you have been the champion for transforming our healthcare in this country for the better. You really have. And you've been an inspiration, an inspiration around the work you're leading, beyond the innovation and transformation of healthcare, beyond the leadership you've shown during this COVID crisis, it's been unmatched and it's been noticed and appreciated you are personally changing how healthcare is delivered in this country. Because at the end of the day, you remind us healthcare is all about people. 
And it's clear you do the right thing for your customers, you do the right thing for your employees, and you are building a unique and a new and innovative model of healthcare for this country, and people are watching. And I would say lastly and most importantly, even in light of the COVID challenges, you continue to be, I would say, the North Star around the employment of those with disabilities. You put in place a 30-30 program that I listened to and watched carefully, and it showed the difference that one leader can make. And we know when we advance employment, we also bring health care benefits into the mix for those that really truly need that access to care. Um, you continue to demonstrate that employment brings with it freedom, real choice and real freedom for people who have, I think, traditionally been marginalized in the employment space. But I think it's important also for everyone to know that in the Highmark values, if you go and you read the Highmark values, the first item, Joyce, the very first item is that people matter. And that's what David is all about. It's about making sure that we're respecting individual differences while all the time focusing on the power of the collective whole. And that is what Highmark is about. And that is what people admire about David and the leadership at Highmark and the organization that Highmark is. So what can I say? A deep admiration for what you have done. I have complete gratitude for the impact that it's had. And I thank you for making a real difference in the disability community. You know, Joyce, our friend Tony Coyle reminds us Every single day, it starts and ends with meaningful employment. That's what it is about. And, David, you've shown what a champion can accomplish. So, Joyce, I come back to to something that we all think about. As we know, the entire Kennedy family has been the epitome of champions um, of those with disabilities in every single way, whether it's with Best Buddies or the Special Olympics or with the innovative employment programs that they've helped advance as well. And I come back to a quote from a leader that we admire. John Kennedy said, One person can make a difference, and everyone should try. And, David, you not only tried, you did it. You accomplished it. And we thank you. We congratulate you. We appreciate you. It's an honor to be able to call in and recognize what I think is the best that the healthcare industry brings to this nation. So, again, thank you, David. It's my honor to call in today. Well, thank thank you. I sincerely appreciate everything you said. I only wish my mom was still here to be able to hear that because uh, she she would chuckle and say, "Yeah, but he still didn't pick up his clothes when he was a kid." So there you go. You know, <laughs> but I have no we, doubt she um, would be immensely proud. Yeah, I mean, you know, one of the things I was taught, and, and I believe very strongly, is that you have to lead by example, and you know, and that uh, to your your point. Uh, all it takes is one person, you know, um, going out of their way, maybe you know, uh, doing something different than everybody else did, to have an impact. And you know, the the 30 for 30 program you talked about, you know, to mark the 30th anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act, was really pretty simple. Um, Joyce and I had breakfast, and you know, and I said to her, um, "We've got to do more." And she said, "Yes, you need to do more." And so, what we agreed was that you know, in the middle of the pandemic, we would hire at least 30 more uh, people with disabilities. And you know, and it's um, the the good news is we did it. The better news is that um, every single position uh, these were hand ups, not handouts. Uh, so you know, these were opportunities for people who uh, wanted them and were willing and able. And, you know, and they've been phenomenally successful, and it continues our tradition of, of partnering with, uh, you know, with Bender and, and her team uh, on, you know, on uh, bringing people in the workforce. There are things that you've got to do. I mean, it's hard. I mean, you know, there are some situations where you've got to um, educate our, you know, our own people, uh, you know, within the organization that we're, as we bring people on, and, and there are tools that we have to sometimes take advantage of. Uh, but, you know, it, it works. Uh, we've been super successful with it, 
And again, our goal is, is to not say we're better than somebody else. Our goal is to say, hey, let us show you a way you can get this done in your organization if you, if you believe. And oh, by the way, it'll be great for your customers. It'll be great for your team members. Uh, our employees and team members really get a lot out of having a diverse workforce. And uh, when it comes to folks with disabilities, uh, they've embraced them wholeheartedly. And so, you know, it's, it's just normal. And, you know, and that's what we're trying to achieve is, is, you know, to give people purpose, give them economic opportunities so that they can, uh, st- you know, live on their own or stand on their own. And that, you know, that uh, also to get the, the advantage of their skills in helping us run our business. And Mark, if I may say, <clears throat> I can't think of anyone that could add as much to the University of Hartford as you and that even as recently as just today, I'm sending him an email saying, yes, I'd be happy to talk to this other organization where it, one of the people that reported to him is now the top person in technology there. And David, I'm telling you, he has never stopped no matter where he, where he was. And uh, Mark, I will never forget that. Well, thank you, Joyce. We still have more work to do. All right, Mark, thank you for calling in. What a great person he is. That was really nice. That was very nice. Um, that was very really, kind. That was very kind of him. Yeah, that was. That was very nice. Um, but everything he said is true. I know I tell hi, Mark. I'll tell all of them, David or Deb Rice or uh, Larry Kleiman or Karen Hamm, no matter who it is, Cindy Hondrafine, I'll say, you know what? You are setting, like, the national example. And sometimes I'm thinking, do they really think, like, this is, that I may be exaggerating this? Well, I'm not, and I'm glad that you uh, get to see that, David, although I know you know. I would not ever exaggerate that. I can't, because you know what he left out, everyone? Yeah, they did the Highmark 3030, but then the 3131. And this year, the 32-32. So, and I'm not meaning that's all they will hire. I mean, they, you know, I'm not meaning that. I'm meaning they said it, tied it to the Americans with Disabilities Act, and it has not stopped. So don't think with this was just this one-time thing they did. Oh, look at us. We're, we're honoring the ADA. No, it has continued, which is why David will be receiving the CEO Corporate Champion Award by the American Association of People with Disabilities. Uh, this is a very prestigious award, uh, and it is so deserving because, as I've said before, and many of my friends who are leaders in the disability community say, yeah, they're getting this award. Here's the question. Do they really hire people? Because like, that's where the rubber meets the road. And yes, Highmark hires people with disabilities. And I have to ask you, David, I wish all companies were like this, but they're not. So in your case, why are you so dedicated? Uh, You have partnered with Bender. Well, Highmark was behind starting Bender. They supported me from the beginning. They were my partner from the beginning 26 years ago. But why are you so dedicated to this? Because I know you talk about it all the time to your leadership, like, why are you so dedicated 
to the inclusion of people with disabilities. Uh, as I said, I wish everyone was, but they're not. So why is that so unique with Highmark? Well, I think there's a couple of things, Joyce. I mean, first of all, um, you know, as you know, you know, the, the, uh, the challenges in hiring people in the workforce today uh, are extraordinary. And every, every time you watch the news uh, in the evenings, they're talking about, um, you know, the, 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 the people shortages and the need for, you know, for folks in, in different roles. We figured out, you know, that uh, when you're competing intensely for talent, you know, that having a diverse uh, workforce uh, and having uh, a, a, um, uh, folks with disabilities uh, in our in our um, our uh, workforce really you know adds value. You know it gives us access to talent, and you know and these folks are are uh, incredibly loyal. They do great work, um, and they appreciate the opportunity that they've been given. And so you know we found that it's it's part of our DNA. We do a lot of business with uh, uh, both federal governments and state governments. You know Medicare Advantage, Medicaid uh, businesses. And more and more, they're asking as part of um, you know the um, you know bid processes, you know what is your position and can you prove you know that you are more than just talk when it comes to people with disability, and so that's another reason why we do it. Uh, and you know again, our customers are expecting a, a much more uh, diverse workforce than what they have in the past. And so, uh, what we believe is that it's the right thing to do, Joyce. And, you know, and that comes from just how we all feel here. I mean, 25 years ago, you know, the, the folks who were leading this organization uh, made a purposeful decision to, uh, to employ people with disabilities and, and to be you know, flexible and try to figure it out. And I'm just building on the tradition that was already here. You know, and what that does is gives us um, access to highly talented people uh, who are highly motivated and, you know, and who can help us serve our customers. And then the what's in it for, you know, for everybody else is it's making the rest of our people better. Uh, when, you, when you see people with disabilities in, uh, you know, in the uh, cafeteria in our buildings and you see them in the hallways and everybody's working together and, and, it's, and it's not unique, it's normal, um, that's when you know you've succeeded. And, and what that does is makes all of our people better. Yes. <clears throat> One thing that you talked about that I wanted to mention is there is this great labor shortage, this untapped labor shortage. And there's also the problem with retention. And yet, Highmark, again, with them, it's always about business, not pity, business. Mick Malik is one of the presidents at uh, Highmark over their whole technology uh, solutions area and <clears throat> the for-profit area. And he said, Joyce, keep sending me people. I'll hire as many people as you have because we need good people. Now, notice he did not say just send them. We need good people. And that is because the people with disabilities have had the greatest retention of any group, any group, period. They, uh, the other day we had an opening uh, and it was from someone with quadriplegia that we placed uh, like probably 15 years ago. So 
you know, I don't know why other people don't see that, but I just want to tell you, Highmark is hiring people as project managers, uh, healthcare positions, procurement, all areas. Uh, but we just need more people like that that realize, wow, this is a good decision that I'm making. And with that, we have two callers on the line. First, Tony Quello, are you on the line? Yes, I am, Joyce. And David, it's nice to be on the call with you. Thank you. Same here, Tony. Nice to hear from you. Well, and I would say that uh, one of the things I picked up from this bit of the conversation, I got on about five minutes ago, is that in your um, voice and statements you've made, uh, there is no stigma. Uh, the thing that I talk about all the time is stigma, that people immediately think because I may have seizures uh, or somebody is in a chair, that they immediately assume that I can't do something, uh, as opposed to saying, uh, let's find out what you can do. Um, and your attitude is the right attitude. And uh, I, you know, George and I have talked about Hi Martin, what you folks have done over the years, um, but you've created the opportunity for thousands of, of us to be hired uh, by your example and not only in doing it uh, with Highmark, but by your example to other companies of what you've done. And that's why I'm excited that you're getting this award from AAPD because um, Highmark and you uh, totally deserve this. And so I'm excited about that. And uh, I think your personal goals, but the, the way you personally approach this issue is so positive because you think about um, the job and making sure that somebody with a disability is, uh, uh, has the opportunity to get the job, as opposed to saying, well, um, I need to hire somebody who has X, and let's see if we can fit him in someplace. You do it the other way around, which is, I think, what our, our community needs, and there are not a lot of people who think that way. So I love you for it, and I appreciate it. Well, thank you, Tony. I mean, when, when I think about it, um, it's exactly the way you described. And you know, and it, what's clear is we had to learn how to how to do this the right way. Uh, Bender Consulting right. was instrumental in helping us um, understand how to onboard people and and make sure that they're successful. And you know, and at the same time, we had to have champions like Mick Malik and others in our organization um, right. that you know Joyce described and. And what we found is there's a, a simple DNA that you know, that comes together and and makes it a win for everybody involved. But but you have to go into it with the idea of of uh, building for success and for sustainability. And uh, that's what you know we're most proud of is that we're 25 years into this and we have people who have been here since the beginning. Yeah, that's that's exciting. Um, and. And for our community, we appreciate that because, as Joyce points out, there are not a lot of companies that do that. More and more are starting to come that way because they're realizing in this situation with with a tight labor market that you have uh, people in our community who um, not only have the qualities to do a job, but 
become very loyal because it is their, uh, most cases, their first job, and they're very loyal, and they're there on time, go through hell to get there on time, and so forth, um, but uh, they stay around and become very productive. So um, it's starting to happen in a very positive way, and I just uh, appreciate all that you've done to, to make it happen. Thank you, Tony. I appreciate it as well. You, you've led the way. Yes, you have. Well, Authors of the Americans with Disabilities Act, you have definitely led the way. I always tell him, uh, David, I've known Tony since 1996, and I always tell him uh, he's my mentor and I'm his tour mentor. So That's true. thank you. <laughs> thank you, Tony, for calling in. No problem, Joyce. Thank you, Not David. You. Appreciate it. Thank you. Well, we have another caller on the line. Susan, are you on the line? I am. Hello, Joyce and David. How are you? Good, Susan. Thank you very much for asking. This is Susan Deagleman. Susan is with AT&T, but she is the chair of the board of the American Association of People with Disabilities, and we're so lucky to have Susan. Thank you, Joyce. That is really kind. Um, so I just want to congratulate you, David, on accepting the Corporate Leadership Award on behalf of Highmark. Um, it's, uh, it, it's an honor, you know, for us to, to give it to you is an honor. And just to be able to uh, learn more about Highmark's work in this area of employment and be able to kind of spread that, spread that word. Um, I think it's also really important that Highmark is in an industry that is very important to the community. Healthcare is very important to the community, and to be able to understand and maybe perhaps work in the industry for our community is, a, is I think, a good matchup. I think that's a really good opportunity. Um, yeah, I think what Highmark has been doing for 25 years, as I heard you just say, which is an incredible track record of, of employing people with disabilities and considering how to um, include people with disabilities in your corporate culture and in your workforce. There are, there are so many companies. You know, we've had our journey here at AT&T. There are so many uh, larger corporations that are still sort of trying to figure this out. You know, they'd like to have more people with disabilities in the workforce and in the corporate culture. I'm not quite sure where to start or how to onboard and some of the more important things. Um, and so in addition to having, you know, vendor consulting and some other resources like that, AAPD is also a co-founder of the DEI, the Disability Equality Index. And so that's a way that companies can come to um, Disability In or AAPD and say, hey, here are some things I'm doing. Can you tell me how I'm doing? Um, but, you know, I think... You know, to say this is a corporate leadership award, I mean, I, I almost feel like it's an understatement, right? You, Highmark has been doing this, and, and under your leadership has been employing with people with disabilities for many years. And, um, you know, it's just a great, it's a great example. It's a, it's a bit of a case study, and I think it's just a great leadership, um, you know, leadership that you've offered to our community. So thank you very much, and congratulations. I'm glad we have the opportunity to honor you and your work. Well, thank, thank you, Susan. I mean, I, I, again, I want to make it clear, this is, this is team ball. Uh, we're very fortunate mm -hmm. that as an organization, uh, our entire organization has embraced uh, this initiative, and, you know, and it's become a way of life for the team. 
um, you know, one of the most humbling. We get we get as much out of this as as maybe the folks who uh, join us. You know, one of the things that was that was incredibly humbling for me was I was at an event here in the community, and a young man walked up to me and introduced himself, and um, he said he was going to college, and you know, and um, he just wanted to take a moment and thank me, and and I looked at him and I said why, and he pointed across the room and. Um, and he said, the, the gentleman in the wheelchair is my dad. And I recognized him as somebody who uh, worked for Highmark and had come through the Bender uh, program. And, you know, and I looked back at the young man, and, and he said, because of the fact that my father had an opportunity at Highmark and had a, a, a job that he could be successful in and take care of our family, I am now going to college. And he said, I just want you to understand the difference it made. He smiled, shook my hand, and walked off. Yeah. And that, that was incredibly humbling. And, and it's a reflection of the yeah. entire organization and what we believe in and what we stand for. Yeah, that, that, is, that, is, a, that is a touching story, right? I mean, that makes it worth continuing to figure out new ways to employ more people. Um, and, and as you said, it is a... You know, it takes a village, right? It's 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 a company wide effort to understand inclusion, um, and specifically this aspect of inclusion and accessibility. Um, and that you know, sometimes it's something as simple as a screen reader or um, you know, texting on a on a cell phone to be able to communicate with someone that's deaf. There's some very basic technologies that that really do provide accessibility to the workforce for many people with disabilities. But having having that, you know, as I said earlier, like we had our journey here at AT&T, really figuring out, you know, how to work with employees with disabilities. There are employees probably in the workforce that haven't identified yet that we'd like to know, like, you know, hey, how can we help you do your job better? Um, but the corporate culture has to get there. Um, and I think Highmark is a great example of putting in the time, putting in the effort, having the conversations, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Um, so, again, just really pleased to be able to honor Highmark's work in this, in this regard. Well, thank you very much. I mean, I, I will say mm-hmm. whether it's AT&T or Highmark, um, it is replicatable. I mean, uh, this is doable mm-hmm. in other organizations uh, around the world. It doesn't uh, – this isn't something that, in my mind, is, um, is impossible to achieve. In fact, uh, if we can, you know, we can share the, the tools that we use or the things that we do, uh, just like uh, what you were referring to, we're more than glad to do that because, uh, you know, that is part of the mission as far as we're concerned is to lead by example and show people that uh, there's a way to get this done and that it's successful for everybody involved. That is great. Super. So I look forward to seeing you. We have our gala. Uh, April 28th, our virtual program. So I'm sure I'll see you virtually somehow <laughs> and hopefully see you in person later this year. Um, you know, just again to, to check in and, and hand you this award um, and then really get an opportunity for you to maybe, as you said, it is replicatable. It, it can be can be done. And we have a whole, um, you know, roundtable group of uh, corporations that we work with that are interested in, in finding out, you know, how is Highmark and other companies successful in this way. Um, so I think there's a good opportunity, too, to, to be able to talk more about some of that. Well, thank you. Good. Thank you. Thanks, Susan. Thank you for calling. All right. In. Talk to you later. And, Bye. Okay. And that will be great. Uh, David is going to be recognized at the AAPD Gala virtually 
But then he is going to go to D.C. and receive this award uh, in person, and it will be at that leadership roundtable. So that is a great thing because uh, these are big corporations asking questions, and uh, now they have a CEO they can ask those questions to. And I, I want to, before we go any further, I do want to mention one thing. Hi, Mark generously contributed to the Mary Brocker Mental Health Initiative to the Vendor Leadership Academy shortly after Mary passed away, which was devastating to all of us at Bender and to all of her friends and the disability community and friends internationally that she made when she traveled with me. Um, and I just want to say that Highmark and AHN so quickly wanted to support that initiative. And I mean immediately, uh, which I will not ever forget that. I mean, it, I will never forget that. Um, and David, uh, thank you. You have built a great leadership team. I remember years ago when you told me once that you believe in leaders, not managers. And I just want you to know almost every person called me uh, to offer their support. And then, as I said, you generously contributed to the Bender Leadership Academy. Um, but so that everyone can understand this better, what did you mean when you said you believe in leaders, not managers? And it is, is it not amazing? The leaders at this company are absolutely amazing. So, David, what's your comment about that? Leaders are looking ahead. Uh, they're, you know, they're trying to figure out where we're going, and and you know, thinking three moves ahead about um, similar to playing chess. And I mean, you know, you want to think three moves ahead, uh, not just what's in front of you and not what somebody has told you to do, but what you see and and feel. And leaders are people who um, collaborate. They work with others. They understand that. Uh, not everybody is going to be like them. That they, you know, that they need partners when they're working on solutions for big things. And you know, I'm a believer that if you surround yourself with leaders, uh, people who understand the mission, who understand, um, you know, that they're expected to think and and still achieve the mission, uh, that you're going to be far better off. And you know, whenever I'm with one person and we're working on an issue, I figure I got a 50-50 shot that they've got a better idea than mine. So my whole uh, approach is to encourage them uh, to put ideas on the table and to take risks that are calculated so that, you know, we achieve what we need to achieve, but we do it in the right ways. And, and we inspire people and we develop people uh, who are, are thinking ahead. And, well, you've done a great job with that. And I want to thank you again for supporting the Mary Brocker Mental Health Initiative. That means so much, so thank you. Well, there's been a lot of loss uh, in the last two years, you know, Joyce, and, and when it's unexpected, like with Mary uh, and, you know, with uh, many of the people that, have, uh, that are gone uh, in the last few years, you know, it, it breaks, you know, it breaks your heart. And especially when, you know, an individual like Mary who was contributing so much, you know, but, uh, we all have to move forward. And, you know, our objective was to honor and, and show respect and at the same time do good. 
And so by investing in the, the mental health initiative, um, doing the other things that you're doing, you know, with the money that was raised, um, that's moving forward. That's making the world a better place, and that's truly honoring her, her memory. Yes, that is right, because if we don't move forward, we can't help those students with disabilities that need help. Uh, but as I always say, what a great partner. Well, you know, I have to tell you before we end the show today that Highmark now, Highmark could be, uh, well, I am working on a book, but Highmark seems to have the best stories. First, we have the employee, Jamie, with difficulty speaking, significantly disabled, uses a power wheelchair, and what happens? The wheelchair stops working on his way to work at Highmark, where he's a technology professional. What's he do? He calls the Pittsburgh police to get an ambulance and goes back to work on a stretcher because he didn't want to miss work. Now I have an employee, CJ, uh, who works in technology at Highmark remotely, that gets hit by, who has cerebral palsy, uses a wheelchair. He gets hit by uh, a car. Thank God he, he was okay. Wheelchair damaged and you know went to the hospital, has broken ribs and other bruises. And what does he do? He calls us and says, thank God I only missed one day at Highmark. David, you have... <laughs> the best stories at Highmark. Well, we're very fortunate that we've got some of the best people in the country, um, and uh, Jamie and CJ certainly have exhibited that. Um, you know, I have the privilege of knowing you know, uh, Jamie, and um, you know, don't tell anyone, but we both really like the Dallas Cowboys. We just don't tell anybody that. You know, but um, you know, I do, I do know him, and you know, he's dedicated and, and has done a terrific job for us, and um, and the same for CJ. I mean, uh, you know, the folks that he works for are, are just so proud of him. Uh, but it's humbling when you think about, um, you know, that kind of a commitment that, that, that just tells you how important their jobs are and purpose is to them. And as you think about the last uh, two years where we've had to pivot, you know, the majority of people have worked from home or worked remotely, and, and certainly our clinicians have not had that opportunity. You know, but there are many people who have. And, you know, and, um, you know, neither Jamie or CJ have missed a beat. You know, they've done a terrific job and been able to adapt to a, a virtual environment. And in some cases, you know, the new world of how people work, um, you know, folks with disabilities can, you know, can um, you know, have an advantage in that world uh, because some of the transportation things like you described are, are um, you know, less of an issue. Uh, but the flip side of it is, you know, we want, you know, smart people, who can you know do quality work and who care, and you know when you have people like you know these guys who show up and you know and feel that way, um, I mean it's extraordinary. And we're glad CJ was okay, and and, and we're glad Jamie got here, and and we're we're glad the the uh, Pittsburgh Emergency Services people decided to help him out and get him get him here. But you know that's. That's rewarding, you know, trying to help people who are helping themselves. And that's what this is all about. Yes. And, you know, I tell people, David, often people forget just how incredibly lucky and blessed they are to have a job. Because there are millions of people that do not. 
And this is an example. I tell people, no, people with disabilities are not superheroes. People with disabilities were left out. And if you're left out and always left out, and you know, when you say to someone, what's your name? You know, Joyce Bender. Next question, what do you do? And when you don't have a what do you do answer, it, you know, it takes away your pride and your dignity. So when you give someone a chance, they're going to hold on to that. And that's exactly what happened with CJ and Jamie and all the others that we have uh, placed that are now working at Highmark. But I think it makes a statement about why you should hire people with disabilities. Would you agree with that? Totally. My father used to say activity is life and stagnation is death. And, you know, when people um, have purpose, when they have um, roles like what Jamie and CJ have, uh, they go home at the end of the day and they have the same problems of everybody else. I mean, they're tired and they're exhausted and maybe they, you know, um, maybe their spouse uh, um, and, and they disagree on what's going to be for dinner. You know, that's just like everybody else. Um, and that's good. <laughs> that's a good thing. Uh, because you know they've got an opportunity, they're they're uh, being productive, they have self worth, they feel good about what they're doing, um, and it's no different than anybody else. I mean, you know, you got they've they've got to have a role that um, that they lean into and they want to be a part of, and you know our best people are the ones who wake up in the morning and say, "Gee, I really look forward to going to work." Uh, and not every day. I mean, nobody does that every day, um, but when they lean in like that. That's how you have an impact on others. And what I think Jamie and CJ both understand is they're in the business of helping people uh, live their best lives. You know, they're in a business here at Highmark where they help people that are sick get the care they need, and they help families uh, um, make their health care affordable so that uh, when they do need something, that, you know, that it's there for them, they have the insurance they need, and they have the services that, that they need. And so um, that's pretty powerful, and I think both of them understand that, and that's why it's such a, uh, a positive thing. Yes. So, David, before we end the show, uh, I wanted to ask you, wow, I mean, you are such a wonderful person and so passionate and such a leader that serves. The question is, who is your role model or is your role model? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I've been fortunate that I've had several uh, role models or mentors along the way, um, you know, who have, have taught me. Uh, I would say, you know, I mean, um, my, my father-in-law is, is, has uh, taught me uh, how to be a professional and also, um, you know, have high standards and high integrity. And, you know, there are a number of people who I've worked with who have given me an opportunity or or giving me a stern conversation when I needed it, and you know, and they've made me better. And so that's what I try to do is to give back. So I can't say there's one specific person. I think there's been different people at different points in my career who have handed me off to uh, the next person and and uh, you know helped me you know, become a better leader and and hopefully a better human. Well, they did a good job. They did, and uh, in behalf of the whole disability community. Listening to the show, thank you uh, for never letting us down. Thank you for holding that torch. I really mean it when I say that. And we end every show with a quote from a uh, someone that has made a difference in history. 
That quote today is, people with disabilities need a hand up, not a handout, said David Holmberg. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Tell everyone about this show with David. You can hear it on demand. And remember, choose joy. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. We are the leader in live Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Thank you.